Oh, I got this face for radio. Right. I feel you there. I got that radio smile. <laughs> Good evening, everyone out there in the world, and welcome once again to Tweakalicious TV. Rebranded. <clears throat> uh, this is actually now Film Heat, brought to you by Tweakalicious TV. Where we are working on some some branding, some some new naming conventions, make it a little bit easier, make it a little bit more searchable. You know what I'm saying? But welcome once again to Film Heat, the debate movie show where we take ten films and put them head to head, try to find the best one of the bunch. This week. We're doing Samuel L. Jackson, the one, the only, the motherfuckerest motherfucker to ever motherfuck, Samuel L. Jackson. And boy, I couldn't be happier. I, this, you know, after the Arnie list, I started having second thoughts about actor lists, but old Sam L. brought me right back around, boy. These were, these were good movies overall, I gotta say. How do you guys feel about this week's list? You, were you surprised at all? I mean, I had seen most of them, so I kind of knew what we were getting into on that. Yeah. But some of them that I rewatched, I was, you know, I, I was surprised by how I, how I felt about it had changed. I had not seen a bunch. Argadama subscribe to tier two, motherfucker. Thanks, motherfucker. <laughs> Speaking of Argadamas, let's go ahead and introduce introduce our gang here. Over here on my left, we got Justin. Hello. Up here in the corner, we got the man Argo himself. Hello. And right up top, we got Eric. What's happening? E to the money. And I'm Tweak. You know me. I'm the guy that's always here. Except for when I'm not. But yeah, I I had I had not this seen. This week I was actually surprised by um, uh, the variety that Sam showed because uh, you know after like 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 he had the Arnie list. Arnie is uh, you know a bit of a one note kind of guy, you know. Yeah. And I I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I, I kind of thought Sam Jackson was kind of the same thing. Only like, he's gonna be mad and yelling. <laughs> you know, I was like, all right, that's what we're in for. But you know, I was wrong. I was wrong, and this is it like this is not does. even. I mean, this is not even the widest range of his acting in our list here. But there's yeah. there was a decent range there. Yeah, um, just for a little bit of criteria, we av we avoided the mouse altogether. So, no Star Wars Sam Jackson, no Marvel Sam Jackson. Get that shit out of here. Um, it doesn't count anyway. Doesn't count. We try to avoid a lot of smaller cameos. Yeah, um, a lot of cameos. Um, if you Google Sam Jackson movies, you're bound to find true romance on that list, even though he's literally in it for like two minutes. And he's that's in a lot it. of movies, you know. Yeah, he's in he's, every major franchise. He's in, he's, you know, yeah. so. He's a prolific yeah, guy. If we were going to put that on there, we would put Coming to America on here. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of things we could have put if we just wanted a little mm -hmm. Sam Jackson, but we were trying to find some feature Sam Jackson flicks, and boy, did we. Uh, some surprised me in a good way, and some surprised me in a bad way. There's there's at least I one. Watched, 
more than what's on this list just to make <laughs> <Yeah>. sure <laughs> yeah this list was evolving all week long boy let me tell you yeah. just because he's got such a prolific career like it the list of his movies goes on and on and on had enough of them you know yeah. as well yeah, we could easily make a volume two of Sam Jackson if we wanted to, if we really got down and dirty. I'm sure. Well, maybe. Maybe another line. Yeah. Lace kept changing up. I was like, oh, sweet. I've seen that one. Oh, crap. I haven't got to watch that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet. It got changed out for one I seen. Oh, crap. It got changed out again for one I ain't. Yeah. So let's take yeah, a look at had... the movies that we did pick here. We've got 1996's A Time to Kill. 1998's The Negotiator. Also 1998, The Red Violin. 2006, Black Snake Moan. 2000's Shaft. 2006, Snakes on a Plane. 2000, Rules of Engagement. 2008, Lakeview Terrace. Uh, what does that say? Hitman's Bodyguard. Hitman's Bodyguard. I think that was, what, 2014? Yep. And 1997's masterpiece, Jackie Brown. That's another thing I wanted to bring up. We kind of wanted to steer away from Tarantino as well, just because we could probably do a whole Tarantino list. list of Tarantino, uh, Sam Jackson movies. Yeah, but we just couldn't avoid Jackie Brown. Um, Yeah, he is a flat-out like star in that one. he kind of just makes appearances uh, in a lot of uh, Tarantino movies. Like Pulp Fiction, yeah, he's in it a lot. But that's kind of an ensemble with a lot of heavy hitters, you know? So Yeah. An all-star cast. It's an all-star cast. Um, he does a great performance in Django Unchained, but he's not exactly... So, so that's what we landed on here. I yeah. mean, like, you said, like you said, we could do an entire list of just Tarantino, Sam Jackson movies. Definitely. And so, I mean, including a bunch of them on the same list would kind of defeat the purpose of having a variety on the list. Right. So we wanted to, we picked films that tried to feature and showcase Sam L himself. And I think we did a damn fine job. Hellion Unreal. Hello. Welcome. Glad to have you. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's get into it here. Uh, let me take that off, put this on. Didn't I blow your mind this time? Didn't I? All right, hang on. I gotta get everything situated all right up first we've got a time to kill and the negotiator now i loved both of these movies actually i had not seen either of these movies before this week um watched them both this week and pleasantly surprised with both of them well, I was pleasantly surprised by The Negotiator just because it seemed a little basic. Time to Kill, as soon as I saw it, it's the movie with the iconic line, 
yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. I was excited to see that one. And boy, <laughs> it is like one as, as featured on the Chappelle movies? show. Uh, the Chappelle show, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, as a famous. Like, I forgot yeah. it was Chappelle's show that uh, immortalized yeah. that line. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. All right, the poll is live in chat. There, we want to know what you think, chat. What do you think, chat? Cast your votes in the poll, and we will include it in our vote tally. And while we're doing that, let's go ahead and jump right into the trailer here. Let's take a look at A Time to Kill. He said it. He said it. They put that in the trailer? Wow. (laughs) He said it. Yeah. (laughs) That's how how we knew we really had to watch this movie, because we watched the trailer before we watched it. Yeah. 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 Boy, Matthew McConaughey. Sam L, fucking Sutherland Jr. and Senior. Right? That was yeah. interesting. How do you get both Sutherlands in there? Yeah. The cast is bursting in this movie. Just Bur- like, for like no reason. And, uh, like, yeah, there, they, there was times when like somebody that was doing some tiny thing, you were like, wait, who's that? Mm-hmm. And honestly, they could have cut Sandra Bullock completely out of the movie and saved themselves about 20 minutes of screen time and made it not so not quite so overlong. The movie is great. I loved it. But it's a little bit overlong. It's a little bit self-indulgent. The whole Sandra Bullock character really wasn't necessary at all. <laughs> like I like her. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Yeah, we, yeah, we like her fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, just it just it, seemed like it, a re- redundancy. Yeah. Yeah. Just looking back. But it is a good movie. It's a good movie. Now, that movie would make you mad. I was oh, man. I was getting angry it's watching that. Provocative. It is. Uh, yeah. Mad, mad. Big mad. Um, Especially if you live live in the South, you're mm-hmm. like, Oh my god. They are not subtle with the writing of the uh white racist characters. They're a little bit uh, I don't know if I would say on the nose, but they're a little bit heavy, heavy fist, he- uh, heavy handed. I mean, with it, the, but really, they're trying I don't to. Know. It seems it seems like what? it deserves a story, right? I don't know. Sure, absolutely. Do you think it's unrealistic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to that point, to that mm-hmm. point, or no? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> if you haven't no. lived in. I thought it fit um, Unlike in uh, Another movie we're going to talk about later <laughs> I guess just... Racist people Aren't as blatant with it These days like the, there's people That are still just as racist But these days yeah. they've Infuriatingly learned To hide it you know what I'm They're saying It's openly blatant Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like racists in this movie are like flying the racist flag and stamp themselves proudly as racist. While racists oh, today, yeah. they're they're cloak and yeah. dagger. They're real. Yeah, they they dog they, whistle to one another and they, you know. I mean, little less so well, there for a little bit. But I'm just wondering what you're saying about the movie and like, do you think it, it's not um like you're saying they were they were too on their face. In the movie, in like it, an unrealistic way, it just felt a little bit like he was like Joel Schumacher or whoever wrote the film was trying 
you know, was trying to piss me off. <laughs> with these. I mean, of course they were. And of it course was, they were. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, I think all it, the way through. it serves the movie perfectly well. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they want they yeah. want you to be pissed off. And I sure. was mad. I asked these boys. I was spitting mad watching this movie. <laughs> I was I was throwing Bruh. some epith- epithets. Not, not like a relaxing watch. You know, you're not gonna throw it on. No, and like, yeah. Just, uh, you, you want a, a time to kill and chill? No. And that's the yeah. That's yeah. That movie. And just watching Kevin Spacey these days just always leaves a bad taste in your mouth. But hey. We still have good performances to to remember him by, I guess. It almost makes his characters where he's a bad guy any better because you know, like. Oh, you know what's funny? Think... Both of these movies are the Kevin Spacey flicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Dang. Speaking of which, let's go ahead and take a look <laughs> at the negotiator. Yeah, welcome to our Kevin Spacey list. Yeah. <laughs> right, so. Um. I just remembered. I we never, I never got it. We never went through the summary of a time to kill <laughs> before we watched that trailer. <clears throat> so in a time to kill, Kevin Spacey is the antagonist. Um, the the movie starts and Sam Jackson's young 10, 11 year old daughter gets like kidnapped and beaten and raped by these despicable redneck. So. These these two white boys get picked up by the local police, and they in the while they're you know getting transported either to court or something like that. Sam Jackson decides to take justice into his own hand, runs into the courtyard with a <clears throat> with a gun and mows him down. So the movie follows his court uh, his trial. As they try to see if he's guilty or not, uh, Matthew McConaughey plays Sam Jackson's lawyer. Um, Kevin Spacey plays the prosecution lawyer. Um, and boy, there's just all kind of characters in that movie. Now I'm thinking about it, like the Donald Sutherland character. I never even he's he's like Matthew McConaughey's like. Mentor, mentor yeah, his like mentor guy. Yeah, it 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 basically boils down to a a courtroom drama, and and that is against the the negotiator. What happens to the negotiator? The negotiator, Sam Jackson plays the titular negotiator, and the movie opens up with him working his magic, <clears throat> trying to talk a a hostage taker down. And, you know, he ends up, like the trailer says, putting his life in the line to, you know, make sure the hostage taker gets taken down and and the hostage gets out alive and they have a big old celebration party. And then um, what is it that happens? This this movie, also uh, he, he, he finds out his, you know, his partner, his buddy uh, uh, finds out. There's been some corruption going on in the, like the the retirement yeah. fund. It's oh, all and then, uh, he's like, uh, yeah, come talk to me. And then he and then, you know, he ends up getting framed. And That's right. Something crazy his, to uh, prove his to clear his name. Yeah, and uh, he his ends partner, up meeting. His partner finds out or is investigating it and finds out some shit from their informant, and he gets fucking murked by the the other folks. And while he's yeah, investigating his partner's pets, he starts he, finding about it. 
Yeah, he gets a beep. Remember that beepers? He gets a beep from his partner being like, hey, come meet me out here. I just heard from the informant, yada, yada, yada. Yep, yep. And yeah, so it's that movie. That's that one. Yeah. Um, he shows up to meet um, his partner, only to find his partner has been murdered right there in the car. And yeah. conveniently enough, the, Suddenly the beat, police show up. Yeah, beat cops show up with blue lights, you know, everybody fucking freeze. So it's looking a whole lot like our Sam Jackson protagonist yeah. is he's looking guilty of this um pension embezzlement yeah. fraud scheme. But that movie does a good job of um of misdirection. There's a yeah. few characters in that movie that built they build up to be like the big bads and they turn yeah, out or not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or to be like, like yeah. the one that you wouldn't think is the bad is the bad. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. One of those. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, nope. You got it wrong there. You got it backwards. You let the wrong guy go. <laughs> and what a twist. I do like the decision that he makes when everything starts coming down around his ears. His whole life starts falling apart. So he burst into the office of one of the internal affairs agents whom he believes is involved, like is like the ringleader of this embezzlement scheme who's framing him himself. Mm-hmm. So he decides to be become the hostage taker and takes the internal affairs officer hostage along with a few other people that are in there, including his direct report boss. And um, when they try to negotiate with him, they don't really have a negotiator because the negotiator is the hostage taker in this case. So he gets on the phone with them and there's a hilarious scene where he's razzing the guy that's the the stand-in negotiator mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't remember his yeah, name he, he's Hobbs. talking circles around this guy yeah, yeah. Like, don't say no it. again motherfucker <laughs> you wear the girl's underwear no. so yes that, that, that's like a moment of levity in this movie it's yeah. a pretty serious action movie otherwise, yeah otherwise but it doesn't so, yeah, it's able to diffuse uh, your so your anxieties fun. a little with some but some levity. Well. Mm-hmm. But a, the decision I like is the uh, the Kevin Spacey character is a total stranger. He's like, I guess he here he's heard of this other negotiator from another precinct down the way, you know, across town or, or whatever. And he gets on the horn with with the people that are trying to talk him down, saying, "Uh, uh-uh, I ain't talking to none of y'all. Go get me this stranger from across town." And somebody he knows is not involved. Somebody yeah. he knows is not involved in all of this hijink. Mm-hmm. Someone he knows he can, yeah. And is a, another proper negotiator, somebody right. that he can trust on, yeah. on that level as well. And somebody he, he can uh, like mirror because he knows all the tricks. He's of the same uh, profession. Right. Uh, yeah. He, he yeah he knows what kind of tricks he's gonna be playing and and dude apparent well I forget what it was but he had a a record of having zero casualties in, in the 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 negotiations that he uh, had, to, had to do yeah and this movie the same Texas character is kind of like endlessly clever in the way he uh plays the other um and he plays everybody he plays the hostages in there yeah and, uh, takes them out he, he uh when they when they try to sneak in there and get him. He overcomes the uh, SWAT guys coming in. You know, yeah. In this game of cat and mouse that they kind of play. 
Yeah. So it was good. It's a good movie. It had me. It had me really enthralled the whole way through. Like legitimately. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. In both these movies, honestly. Um, so yeah, a time to kill and the negotiator, both are Sam Jackson versus Kevin Spacey movies, and both are kind of. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, stay tuned to me. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> So, what do you guys think? Which which of these movies did you guys think was the better movie or enjoyed I more? I think The Negotiator is pretty clearly more enjoyable of a watch. Um, yeah. With just, just the vibes. They're both good movies. They're both good movies. Negotiator is easier to watch, like he said. Yeah, The Negotiator um, is a crowd-pleasing popcorn uh, movie. You know, action drama. it's, it's yeah. one you'll wanna. It's one you'll wanna watch again on a fucking Friday a time night. To you kill know, is a drama yeah. drama. Yeah, it's a yeah, courtroom it a drama. drama. It, it's a r- racial tension powerful. movie. Yeah, it's very powerful. Yes, and it will yeah. make you angry. <laughs> like. Like I say, everybody should see it. I'm not saying everybody should watch it like five times. <laughs> yeah. Negotiator. Yeah. Negotiator. You you could watch yeah, that could, every few months or so. I could put the negotiator <laughs> on right now. Honestly, like right? I, I yeah. feel like that was a, that was a very enjoyable movie. Yeah, it's a great watch. Like, and that was Joel Schumacher. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That was the other one. Joel Schumacher did a Time to Kill. Yeah. Who was yeah. the guy who infamously put nips on the bat suit? <laughs> yeah, he put nips on the racism. <laughs> he put <laughs> nips. <laughs> sure enough, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Joe Schumacher. Yeah. Mama, mama, you. I would vote for a negotiator pretty, pretty clearly on this one, just on vibes. Like, um, a time to kill is like maybe this message is more important or whatever, even though it's not like the most serious. Like, even though it's serious, I don't know. Something about time to kill is like not. I feel like a time to kill suffered from a a lack of editing, you know, it it could have been whittled down a little bit more, and I think it could have gotten better. Yeah, it could have been whittled down more, it had less cast. And and that would have made it more succinct and more in line with its own goals. You know what I'm saying? I mean, having that many like big names, you kind of expect those characters to do something, and it's kind of distracting when they're just kind of throwaway there. You know what I mean? They are just kind of like that's why I think Sandra Bullock is okay to be there. Others, yes, because Sandra Bullock actually helps him a lot. Like she. She helps him a lot. Yeah, the character does. It doesn't mean we need Sandra Bullock to do it. She she Whoa. helps his wiener. <laughs> she she's tries to doesn't. help his wiener. Yeah, she serves as a quasi-romantic interest that yeah. makes you uncomfortable. Like, why is that even? Why is that even in it? Like, yeah. does that need to be in the movie? Because Those he's a love story. We could have done without, but her we being like a spot-on assistant. Yeah. Yeah, no, now, her being a good assistant was great. She helps uh, him a lot. She is the so one do without the, the other shit. She breaks into the um the mental hospital and steals the paperwork, which which helps him in the courtroom, and that is for sure. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, she serves to 
get kidnapped by the clan members and they basically like tie her up and leave her to die of exposure out in the in the bayou somewhere. Yeah, fuck all that. We don't need all that. Yeah, that was unnecessary. And then like that's gratuitous. One yeah. of the clan members like has a stroke of conscience and like comes back in the night and Can lets we her go. We never that see is. that guy again. It's never not, addressed. You see him when he calls the cops and saying somebody's gonna get somebody's gonna die and they they uh go fucking save the house from the bomb. Yeah, um, there's you, there's you a guy from the clan the on the inside of the thing. cops, and then there's oh, and then a guy the with a conscious on the inside of the clan. The, yeah, the, it's like so I, okay. I see. I see. See, and like you never do who figure out who the 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 motherfucker with the 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 little mouse tattoo yeah yeah like you never so, do find out what that is yeah <laughs> a time to kill is a great no, movie a, i just think it's a little ham-fisted there's yeah, a bad you know. guy mole and a good guy mole so yeah it's like, so it's just kind of like they're trying to do one of these numbers where it just kind of like cascades yeah. together what are they doing what are they doing man it, it, it just ends up being a little not uh, it, maybe it's it not muddled mesh together a little much what do you think, Justin? Which one do you want to vote for? Negotiator for sure. Negotiator. 100%. Much better. Better movie. More fun. Entertaining. Better Ar- vibes. Argo, what do you think? I'm going with The Negotiator as well. It is a more Sam Jackson movie. Eric, what about you? Negotiator. I said, don't get me wrong. Time to Kill is a great movie. I think, you you know, people should see it. Or uh, Time to Kill is a good movie and people should see it. Yeah. Negotiator, you should watch several times. Yeah. (laughs) I think I I agree. I'm also going to vote for The Negotiator. It's I think it's more of a succinct movie. It's way more of a fun movie. Um, Even though it is long. It is long. But several of these movies are long as hell. I didn't hate it for its length, you know. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps you wondering. There's a lot of twists and turns like we're talking about the yeah. crazy cat and mouse and then uh, the, the twist and then there's twist on twist and so you don't know what's going on. It, it really keeps you guessing. And yeah. you probably yeah. not yeah. That's why it's great. And we will do five points for a time to kill and 25 points for the negotiator it was unanimous on our on on the uh on the panel okay panel here okay cool 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 all right <laughs> moving on um we got a kind of an interesting matchup here we've got the red violin from 1998 and 2006's black snake moan <laughs> these are two very different movies uh, well, very different very different movies um yeah so let's take a look at the trailer for the red violin and i believe like, I- the historical parts that we watch are his research i think that's supposed to be sort of implied that the truth behind it is is like it's his mind that we're watching how its inception and how it was passed through and through and through and through. It also follows the uh, the tarot reading 
Oh, yeah. and you know, that was a nice touch. How, yeah. Yeah. So, this is a movie about a violin, a red violin. And the violin is the main character. Yes, absolutely. Yes, by far. And, you know, growing up, I, I have an uncle who went to a lot of college for music. He's like a music doctor, definitely a music master. I don't know if he ever got the doctor. Either way, big, smart music guy teaches music at private schools and shit now. And growing up, he would always put on these long, boring old movies about like musicians and stuff like that. And this is one of those movies. Like, I feel like I may have seen this watching it with my uncle once upon a time. This is a movie for doctors of music. You know what I'm saying? People who just have a big rock hard boner for classical music and just can't get enough of it. It, it, it starts as like a period piece in the 1680s, I want to say, when this masterful violin maker makes a masterful violin yeah like a stradivarius type guy like a stradivarius type guy exactly um famous crap luthier most people are familiar with the stradivarius you know it being known for just like heavenly violin um so it's kind of like that and it starts and he's making it and he's super serious and his wife is, is pregnant with his baby and they have this big scene when the wife sits down with their servant lady and she reads her tarot. <laughs> well, Resident Crone. <laughs> yeah. Well, the wife dies in childbirth and it's not revealed until the end of the movie but every synopsis will tell you right up front that <laughs> the violin maker steals the corpse of his wife. Um, he takes it. <laughs> and, and, hey, um, it's mine. All right. I can do what I want with it. All right. I mean, I, mean, I own this body dead or alive. <laughs> I mean, especially back then. Oh, yeah. But he, they didn't dig her up. I mean, dig her anybody up. would have said shit yeah. to him, anyways. Really? Yeah, that's probably one of the least weird things to do in 1860. Or I mean, 1680. Um, but I think he, that doesn't the child uh, make it as well. And then always yeah. talk about it, but uh, pretty much no. Because no, when he walks in, she's holding it, crying, and then she pulls the thing over its face. Oh yeah, the child dies too. I thought the child was the boy. Who, no, no, it was no, no, a different no. boy. No. The the yes. wife and child both died. Oh, uh, so well, he was in a pit of, of like you know yeah. sorrow. Yeah, it, he drains some of the wife's blood and mixes it with the varnish that he applies to the violin, giving it its trademark red color. Thus, the red violin. So, I you gotta pay real close attention to follow exactly how this thing changes hands each time it changes hands a lot and you follow yeah, this yeah, violin yeah. over hundreds of years and numerous owners as it gets passed along and it's like pseudo it's like pseudo curse kind of like people like can become infatuated with it when they hear it they they love its beauty it's the sound yeah, it has like kind of like bad dead. vibes around this thing. People covet it. And yeah, that's why he like, steals it. Yeah, um, that's why he winds up stealing it. 
yeah, the, the, the very next person who ends up with it is this young boy in Vienna who ends up, you know, becoming like a master at playing it. And his, his mentor teaches him. And then the mentor trains him and trains him and trains him. And then takes him before like the king or the you know the duke or the the viscount or whoever it is the big important royal person nearby and is like play show him what you can do and the dude has a panic attack and drops dead because he has a heart condition and just like drops dead on the spot from his heart beating too fast so it's like okay damn. Yeah, so we follow this violin throughout history as all kinds of strange things happen to it. And literally everyone that gets it, yeah, everyone that gets it ends up dead. Well, I mean, everyone, everyone dies. Well, kinda. Not it doesn't kill everyone exactly, but it doesn't. No, the English guy ends up like falling in love with the violin and like coveting it and like rubbing it on his junk and stuff, and and he ends up he wound up killing himself. Did he? The last letter he sent to the. Old girl that fucking left him when he uh, was got caught boning the other chick was him telling her that he was gonna kill himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, he died too. He offed himself. Gotcha. But that's that's pretty much what the movie is. It's pretty good. I like. I mean, it's pretty well edited together. Yeah. You know, it it, it was kind of um, based on scenes of the tarot card reading. And we also based on scenes of the auction. Really good. It's very. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. They were going for grand masterpiece, like in this movie. Yeah, real it's arty party. Going for, um, and uh, Sam Jackson's like a good piece of it. Like yeah. he plays a major piece part at the end. Uh, it's not necessarily a Sam Jackson movie. <laughs> it's not. Right. Uh, right. But if it's, it's, it's like a movie, it's like an Sam Jackson movie. We could call yeah. it a whatever the redheaded guy's name is. Movie. He, he's at least in it throughout. It opens with him in modern time, and each of they our each enough. of our vignettes <laughs> are punctuated by Sam Jackson in modern times, and then it end caps with Sam Jackson in the penultimate uh, end of the movie. So, you're, he is throughout. So at least, I mean, I for remember, the first like uh, hour and a half we were... of it, the most you see of him is the back of his head and half yeah. of his face, <laughs> like. What are you seeing, Argo? When we were watching it, and I finally said, oh, there he is. Here we go. <laughs> you said it was an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Yep. An hour and a half into the, into the movie. If it's two and a half hours long, then he's in it for an hour. Uh, this is against Black Snake Moan. Okay. Well. <laughs> and thinking of that, let's move on. Let's yeah. Just- Unless anybody else has anything else to say about the red violin. No, I think we covered it. Let's take a look at the trailer for Black Snake Moan. This movie made me cry. Like, cry, like, actual tears. Yeah. (laughs) That end scene. I know. This is the Sam Jackson list, and and this is on here because it's a Sam Jackson movie. But I got to give an extra special shout out to Justin Timberlake. Who plays a small, kind of a small role? He's he's in it a little, small but, but very important role. But a small but very important role, and um, the movie ends on a scene with him and and her. You know, they're together, and it's one of the best depictions of like mental health I think I've ever seen in a movie. From you know 
anxiety, trauma, addiction, you know, that sort of thing. And it just nails it. Like it is so incredibly heavy. And yeah, the, the way it ends is it, it's not like you can just, you know, be cured of it and you can't just turn and walk away from it and live happily ever after, but you can live happily ever after, you know, it's just not, it's, it's, it's an optimistic take on it, but a realistic take on it as well. And yeah. And, and throughout the movie, well, at the beginning of the movie, I'll, I'll walk through the synopsis a little bit. At the beginning of the movie, our Christina Ricci character, um, she is in love with our Justin Timberlake character. And they're two young white folks that are, you know, apparently in love. And obviously our Christina Ricci character is dealing with some shit. They kind of insinuated in the beginning that our Justin Timberlake character is dealing with some shit, too. But he decides to go off and join the army or the Marines or whatever, join the military, and he gets shipped off. And she's like, no, 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 you can't leave me here because I am codependent on you, see? But he goes. He was heading for boot camp. Yeah. But we learn that Christina Ricci (laughs) is dealing with some trauma from her past through nymphomania by, you know, just getting it wherever she can. So she immediately is going behind the back of, of her man who, who's off in boot camp. And, um, one of their like old friends, a good friend of, uh, Justin Timberlake character decides he's gonna rape her and beats her up and leaves her for dead on the side of the road. That's where Sam Jackson finds her and, you know, treats her up and locks her up and decides that he's going to attempt to fix himself by fixing this girl because, you know, he's got his own demons at the beginning of the movie as well. And yeah, you discover the, the cause of her trauma and you kind of witness her, uh, start to come around Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. The uh, Justin Timberlake character gets discharged from boot camp because he suffers from panic attacks real bad. Just shuts down camp function. Um, I totally can relate to that. So he gets back and and his rapist buddy, who Justin Timberlake doesn't know that this happened, but he basically starts just antagonizing them and uh, talking all kinds of shit, which antagonizes Justin Timberlake to go and figure out what the hell's going on. He finds Christina Ricci living with this random guy and he's thinking they're doing the do. So there's a big showdown with a, with a breakdown that just uh, ends up being real heartfelt rather than, you know, dark and, uh, yeah, just a beautiful illustration of mental health derived from societal issues 
um, living in the South and dealing with mental health felt, it felt like a movie made for me. You know what I'm saying? And, and, or, or, or anybody like me, honestly. And it was just a real beautiful flick. Um, I didn't expect it. I honestly didn't expect it. Um, the movie's wow. got a, a so, little, yeah, it's, it's got it's a bit of stigma. Heavy. Yeah. It's real heavy. Because this movie, uh, had, okay, like, I, I'm going to admit, and then finish my homework teacher. Okay. <laughs> I didn't catch this one. Okay. But what I do know is how, like, this movie, probably maybe just in the marketing, was, like, marketed a certain way to be extremely provocative. Yes. Right. Yeah. And it, it was, it, which is all just a misdirection, apparently, yes. from what it sounds like. All yeah. completely, totally, like you're yes. meant, like, you're probably meant to see yep. those advertisements and draw a conclusion. And, and that is and, not uh, what the movie is. And so that's kind of, kind of brilliant, kind of a brilliant. Um, yes. Uh, better marketing there, I guess. Marketing and well, storytelling. Yeah, because in the marketing, all you get is sex and yeah. race. You know what I'm saying? Black. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, exactly. So I had no idea what to expect. I thought I was going to watch a Tarantino-esque, like, yeah. sex and violence capade. And that's what it's marketed as. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's marketed as. But honestly, by the at the end of that movie, I was, like, sobbing. I'm like, I had that's to. Interesting. Dang, I have to definitely have to watch this one now. Justin Timberlake oh, yeah. delivers the performance of the movie. He is a thousand percent believable in every line and every. He is so damn good in it. Yep. Hmm. Um. So yeah, that was the one I think of this whole list that surprised me the most. That was that was the biggest surprise hmm. of the week for sure for me. Wow. Yeah, it's a real heavy movie. Yeah. Like, well, I'm a girl. I started crying when he gave her away at the wedding. Right. Oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you. It's you got a lot of feels cry. to it. And like, then from then on out, it was just like crying to the end. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Well, thanks. Feels my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. It's super yeah, well done. No, it's. <laughs> Oh yeah, and the music throughout is amazing too. Yeah, Sam Jackson plays a a blues musician who has kind of he he's lost his his passion for the for the music, and that's some, one of the things he gets back. And is like a Craig Brewer, written and directed by Craig Brewer. He did he Hustle them. and Flow. Oh wow! Okay, he did. Uh, did he write? Did he write that? That was a good one. Let's he see. His filmography starts in the year 2000 with Poor and Hungry. Yeah, he's a writer and director for the Poor and Hungry, Hustle and Flow, Black Snake Moan. Hustle the, and Flow was like straight to the Oscars. It was like the, one of the biggest movies of that year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very he, similar. He did kinda. the 2011 reboot of Footloose, written and directed. Okay. That's a bit changing lanes there but okay yeah okay. <laughs> it's a oh, bit he, opposite of a the uh the the 2019 biographical comedy film dolomite <laughs> is my name he did he, he directed that oh okay and he also yes. directed coming to america okay yes yes chat 
Jackson learned to play guitar for a year before this movie. Yep. Really? That is him playing through the whole movie. Yep. Oh. And that goddamn Gibson through that damn PV tube amp just. It, oh. oh yeah. And oh. he has three thirty-five. Yeah, very. One good. of the things. Nice Sam Jackson's character is named Lazarus, and it's a movie kind of about rebirth, and um, yeah. So that was a little connection I made real early. Yeah, this is against the red violin. I think I think uh, uh, chat was a uh, res. Is that three to zero for Black Snake Mom? Yeah. Chat yeah. not buying. Chat was like, "Fucking nah. shove that <laughs> red, red violin, violin. <laughs> red violin, about to get beat down." Yeah, uh, red so, or black. <laughs> so yeah, that's three for three to one. All right, so that's a full sweep. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. We'll, start, we'll we'll start up here. Uh, Eric, what, what's your vote? Yeah. Man, Black Snake Moan all day long. Yeah. Argo. Black Snake Moan. And Justin. Black Snake Moan. Yeah. If you feel like getting your feels kicked in for a while, that's the movie. Oh, yeah. The Red Island is not bad. It's okay. Um, yeah. It held my attention yeah, it, once I got into it well enough, it I guess. It seemed like it was going to be a lot better movie than it was. Yeah. So Black Snake Moon takes it 25 to zip. So next up, we've got 2000 Shaft versus The Negotiator. Now, Shaft was a movie that kind of surprised me with how good it was. I I expected it to be kind of uh, like a garbage cash grab remake, like the way the 2019 version is. But I was pleasantly surprised. Let's let's take a look at the trailer. Yeah, (laughs) baby. Can you dig it? I can dig damn it. Damn right. You damn right. <laughs> so this yeah. is a movie about a, a hard-boiled detective who uh, who gets assigned to um, a murder outside of a bar, and we've got a uh, you know millionaire billionaire son who's a racist piece of shit. Depicted by um, Christian Bale. So, you know, of course, being the son of a million billionaire or whatever. Consequences are real slippery when you're when you're rolling in that kind of dough. Mm-hmm. So and that's something we're all too familiar with in, in this day and age. Um, so Shaft decides to take matters into his own hands, gets himself fired from the police department and goes full vigilante. And I, I think he's he's still got the help of his like police buddies, but a couple of them, a couple of them. But then there's a couple of police buddies that join the bad guys too. And <laughs> somewhere around the middle of this movie things get a little convoluted because we got a lot of factions here. We've got Shaft, yeah. we've got the good police, we got the bad police. We've got the rich white boy, and then we've got the gang members. So we got like five independent factions, like all working. Oh, and then there's like the Tony Collette character and her like brothers or whatever, and they kind of. Oh, so I'm like, wait, who's with who, and who's who's getting who? Um, but all in all, that's a fun movie. I mean. 
pretty well done. Hmm. Shaft. Shaft. And it's, and it's got the original Shaft's full blessing. Yes. And he, he's in it. He's in it, yeah. Now it's up against the negotiator. Is it more fun than negotiator? Do you think? Are you... Hmm. Yeah, think about it. It might be more fun than Negotiator, but I don't think it's a better movie than the Negotiator. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The Negotiator takes itself a little bit more seriously. Um, yeah. Shaft is put together just like a early, early to mid seventies fucking detective action flick. Like it's, it's put together the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it is a real thorough fucking uh send off to the old fucking seventies detective and like mid se early seventies fucking black exploitation film kind of aspects. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just the way that the film the movie was structured and put together the the kind of shit that would go down with like the car chases and shit you know what i mean like just the way that they the way they went down was very reminiscent of like yeah some hawaii 50 shit yeah you know what i mean a lot of big car wrecks and whole uh, lot of shooting out of cars whole lot of shooting and hitting <laughs> not a goddamn thing yeah. except except shaft who can just pop around a corner and go pow pow and dude takes two in the chest yeah like i mean that shit had me dying because like every gunfight it was just like that it was just like the old fucking 70s shows where the detective is the only guy that can shoot anybody anywhere yeah. you'll have 25 guys just unloading automatic weapons at somebody and he's just like pow 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the plot armor is strong in this movie for sure. So it's like comical. Yeah. To an extent, yeah. It's got that like Yeah. It doesn't hide itself trying to have fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, very, it's quite yeah. different than the negotiator. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And like the our shaft character is is a bit of a Mary Sue, which is really satisfying honestly because like you know we have this like piece of shit, like untouchable rich boy racist guy who is just getting punched in the face, like right off rip. You know what I'm saying? So, and you know, and like shaft, you're out of here. And he's just like, kiss my ass. Like, and it's just like, yeah, you know, so right off the bat, we're, we're, we're we're in good spirits here. What did y'all vote for? Between Negotiator's a better movie. Shaft is just more fun. Which one are you going for? I don't know. Uh, You guys, Negotiator's uh, a better movie. All I want to know is who's the cat that won't cop out. (laughs) Shaft. Is, is that your vote? Oh yeah. yeah. Negotiator is a better movie. Shaft is for Negotiator. Definitely, because I like uh, I like uh, Sam Jackson's die job in that movie. He was, <laughs> yeah, he's got he he's was, like almost red hair in that movie. 
Yeah, that shit's hilarious. He was made to play Shaft. Oh, absolutely. Right? He played it again, and like 15 years later, too. Didn't he? Yeah, well, he's like the old cop with like the new young start. Oh, yeah. But to say, now he's Uncle... (laughs) Uncle Shaft. Uncle Shaft, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Third generation Shaft. So that's that. And the negotiator takes it over Shaft. Yeah, negotiator's taking it. Uh, Next. next. (laughs) Our stinker bracket. (laughs) Oh, wow. Snakes on a plane. Oh, this is a toughie. And rules of engagement. It's because it was tough to watch both (laughs) these movies, I mean. (laughs) These movies. One of them. It was tough to watch one. One of them was just. I don't know what the other one is, bro. It was like, a, Snakes oh, on a plane was funny. I don't know they're what like, to say about these movies. It was, they're like, it was a fun, like, dumb become... movie. Yeah. So everybody was... knows Snakes on a Plane. Let's just watch the trailer. <laughs> All right. We got titties getting bit. We got <laughs> wieners getting bit. We got Snakes on a Plane versus The first thing bit is a titty and the second thing bit is a wiener <laughs> that's the kind of movie that we're dealing with here so yeah. snakes on a plane is a movie about sam jackson he, he's a cop and he's they're in hawaii or something because i guess the producers were on vacation when they decided to start filming this so they're like fuck it let's do it and uh-huh. He's got to get on a plane from Hawaii to California, and he's escorting this witness in a major crime. So he's got this witness for the prosecution, and he's got to get him back to California. Well, naturally, big crime doesn't appreciate this. So there's some plants. There's some plants on the plane, and they spray the plants with the pheromone. That makes the snakes go crazy. Yeah, I don't know like where the also a load of snakes in there. there. Also a load of snakes. I don't know where the plants came from. Why not just the snakes? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, no, I missed <laughs> so much of that. I, I, it was it's convoluted plot to for nothing. It's they just we're had here to figure to out snakes bite titties. Yeah, we don't care. So uh, they wave their hands to make snakes be on a plane and um and they sure were i think everybody is familiar with snakes on a plane um i mean the the name says it all yeah the name says it all um there's only one good part in the whole movie yeah and when when sam jackson has this fucking famous line uh, <laughs> it's when the flight attendant puts play. the snake in the microwave and pushes the button, and the button says "snake." Yeah, the snake button. Yeah, it's hilarious. If you blink, you'll miss it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like one. What the fuck? There's a snake setting on the microwave, and you Yeah. Oh, I that. It's, it's an Asian market microwave. It's, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that that is hilarious. But literally one second, not even one second. 
Fucking Jesus. Man, snakes on a plane. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. Yeah, that's it. Then they, it, we pretty much said it wrong. We said the name. It's not a great movie. <laughs> not a great movie. No. It's fucking funny. But, but it's not it's not like a full spoof movie either, right? They're not just going for jokes, jokes, jokes. Right. right? So no. it's not even that that they trying fun. to spoof. There's no. there's like some joke there's like some that's the sad part. jokes like the snake thing. But it, uh, uh, this movie doesn't really I don't know I don't know what they're going for. They, they didn't know what they were going for. This. Yeah, it's they were going for dumb funny somebody getting bit on the titty by a snake. But they played it too straight. They wanted like it's like halfway they couldn't tell if they wanted to make like a funny somebody gets bit on the titty by a snake movie or like a serious action like survive yeah. the monster movie, you know, like Yeah. They tried to do they tried to do both and didn't do enough of either. Yeah. It's a mess. And I mean, I think the end is relatively enjoyable when Keenan Thompson becomes an actual character and he's got to fly the plane. He's like, yeah, I got 20,000 hours flying. And then like, of course, it turns out he got 20,000 hours playing video games flying, of course. And like they play that like it's supposed to be some kind of a twist. They don't tell you it's a video game until like much later. But you're like, duh, like when's the part where he mentions he's playing video games? Yeah. Hmm. So, snakes on a plane. There you have it. And now, uh, rules of engagement. Now, this movie we we hypothesize this movie the the person who made this movie saw the negotiator. It was like Sam Jackson. He says rules of engagement like five times in that movie. It's like I just got an idea. Oh my god, that cringy scene that they keep going back to is just like they're trying to retire the colors, which is military term for take the fucking flag down. And there's just like scene after scene of people just opening fire on the flag coming down just to fucking trigger honkies. Like, Lord have mercy on my soul when I watch this movie. It opens... And and we're in Vietnam. We're establishing that Sam Jackson and Tommy Lee Jones were partners in combat. And uh, we established that Sam Jackson has some rough procedures for getting things done. He don't let the liberal media decide how he's going to do things. No, no, sir. He's here because he's a real American. And he's going to kill them expletive deleted right there on the spot like a true American should. So we set that up and then we're immediately 30 years later in um, Persian Gulf. Uh, we're in we're in Yemen and they're, we're at the, uh, the American embassy in Yemen. And wouldn't you know it, all them Arabs, well, they, they up in arms again. They doing like the Arab do, and they just they just throwing rocks and and Molotovs, and they just endangering American lives. And and wouldn't you know it, they opening fire on the colors. And let me tell you, got, these colors got, don't run. They so, got AK forty sevens over their heads. It, it 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 paints this real <laughs> racist picture of of others, and um. In an offensive way, and then at the very end, it tries to like 
use that same thing to like make amends because they bring i mean they bring the Viet Cong officer from the beginning of the movie back yeah. and oh. he's in in and they have this real dumb thing where like the Viet Cong officer like salutes him from across the way and it uh, it's ugh. It's and a cringe like, moment. It's very cringe. Like in a vacuum, this movie would be uh, more, uh, like better, you know. But it seems like you're trying to justify a lot of real life events. Yeah, you know, kind of based it's, on the events in this movie, right? And the events in this movie has kind of like unrealistically or like extremely evil terrorist type people, you know, using women and children Seems as like an attempted like propaganda shields. Right. Yeah. And attacking from behind them. Right. Mm-hmm. So like in a vacuum, sure. You, you like you telling a story that includes that is like, whatever. Right. Yeah. But we don't live in that. We live in the real world where like, we know what they were saying. Like, why are you trying to tell this story other than to, somehow justify real life events similar to this that probably didn't play out the same way this did but ended the same way you know it's it's establishing establishing a lot of that america is right when we do weird shit and war because we're getting shit done yeah this is a movie about the liberal media don't understand how things really go in the real world and how them Arabs just need to get shot sometimes. That's what this movie is about. You can boil it down to that, yeah. That like, and the whole I mean, uh, uh, calluses versus collars thing, you yeah. know, the whole where the, the guys in the field versus the guys behind the desk kind of mentality as well. You know? Like, they played both of those fucking both of those aspects real fucking hard he calls on his old vietnam buddy to uh to represent him, him in, in the court martial yeah he's trying to pull off like sweet 90s like courtroom military scenes yeah. right but like, 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 a, like a few you know men. like but yeah but really like the time had passed for that yes you know? yeah. and this movie is like misses the mark on several yeah bits you know, a lot from of the shots casting like to fucking as guy pierce as the main prosecutor on this and it was like i don't buy he's doing shitty accents <laughs> it yeah. wouldn't no, it sounds like uh, he's doing a jfk fucking impersonation he's yeah i would not be surprised at all if this movie inspired 9-11 bro like I'm, this movie came out about to... 18 months before 9-11 happened and uh I would have thought it came out after 9-11, the way it's just, like, basically I, slandering the other. Like, it feels like a post-9-11 propaganda movie. But it's like, not. Like, you, you can already it's see. A, it's still a, it's literally an American propaganda movie, it's, if we're being uh, honest. It's just not a, not a, post-9, not a post-9-11 one. Anyway, yeah. It's, I personally... Am offended by this movie. <laughs> um, it's it 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 feels a whole lot better after watching some of these other movies, but uh, didn't love it. No, I mean, yeah, like you're like main no. characters like defending <laughs> a war crime. So, yeah, it's not very fun. There's kind of no way to really make that fun, and then they don't really do it well. 
They don't uh, portray anybody in really in good faith besides what, you know, the select fo folks. It, it features one of many uh, retirement parties for Sam Jackson that he had <laughs> in the 90s. Yeah. Every, damn movie he was in, every other movie he was in had a retirement party for his ass. I think, yeah, every other movie that we watched had a retirement, retirement party for Sam Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's had a lot of involvement in Vietnam, yeah. and he retired in the 90s several, several times, <laughs> even though he's still been working for the last, you know, 30 years since. <laughs> so, that's, that's the movie. Anyways, that's the movie. I mean. That's the movie. The, the shitty courtroom scenes and stuff versus things on a plane i don't know what i'm gonna vote for here <laughs> actually i do i know what i'm voting for i'm gonna vote for i'm voting for things on a plane i'm voting for things on a plane because this is trying to be fun yeah <laughs> i mean it's even it's it's a, a, i don't know yeah things on a plane agenda is it let's have some better. fun <laughs> the <laughs> agenda of this better rules of engagement <laughs> are clear uh, yeah more, more dastardly yeah yeah uh i feel like rules of engagement is a movie that um rules uh, of engagement that, that ben shapiro likes one, one, i feel like one. ben shapiro watches rules of engagement once a month he's like that's his favorite war movie bro. yeah like <laughs> <laughs> like so, it's like it like the movie, like, that's why i didn't serve if info wars <laughs> had like a television channel they would play rules of engagement on repeat like it'd be their like <laughs> regular yeah that like, and steven seagal movies yeah yeah uh, so that's oh, that let's tell you this one-on-one uh, one from chat i'm up for things i'm playing what else are we voting for who else is um what do you two guys think? Anybody Argo? else got anything else to say about any of these movies? Last words and vote. I gotta go with Snakes on a Plane. Rules of Engagement had some fun guns to look at, but that's about it. Argo? <laughs> Voting for Rules of Engagement. Ugh. <laughs> That's fine. That, that and uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones making sad puppy dog faces. Because it's like, because I mean, you like the investigation part of it. I love Tommy Lee Jones for sure. Tommy Lee Jones, I don't know. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones makes some, some damn good sad puppy dog faces. Don't lie to me. <laughs> yeah. That, that motherfucker can straight up look like a, a sad old hound dog. Like, you'll be wanting to try to slip this motherfucker a piece of ham off your plate. Tommy Lee Jones looks like Josh Brolin's dad or older brother or something like. <clears throat> Don't give Tommy Lee Jones any ham. He's gonna be farting it up in here. He's <laughs> gonna be able to stand it. Please don't. I don't give let all that ham. shit influence me. It's a better, more put together movie. <laughs> Snakes on a plane gets twenty. And somehow, Rules of Engagement got 10. Oh, All man. right. And uh, I think that's a pretty good time for a quick break. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with you. Let's take a look at what we got up next. Up next, uh, I got turn the music down. Turn the music down. Turn it, turn it down. Turn the goddamn music down. <laughs> turn the 
goddamn music down. Knock it. Goddamn. I'm gonna come tell you again. Turn that goddamn music down. Speaking of turning the music down, up next we got Lakeview Terrace. <laughs> Quit fucking in the pool. <laughs> Quit fucking Quit. in the pool. Quit, Quit smoking cigarettes. Fucking pool. Quit living like you won't live. <laughs> live like I want you to live. How dare you do what you want in your own yard that I have <laughs> inappropriately lit up with a bazillion white fucking halogen lights. <laughs> and that's going to be up against Black Snake Moan. Lakeview Terrace. Lakeview Terrace, boy. God. That is... That's the worst movie on the list. Yeah, that's the stinker, <laughs> the stinker of the week right there. Let's, let's, let's take a look at the trailer right quick. Please, no. <laughs> Stink of a week. It, this, this movie made me have to stop and appreciate it. rules of engagement. <laughs> like, there's, a lots of, there's a lot to appreciate about rules of engagement after watching this shit. This movie has to take some leaps and bounds of motherfuckers logic and reason, <laughs> and it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Now, the premise is there. It's a upper class Southern California neighborhood. And this couple moves in. They're newlyweds, and they are interracial couple. And our Sam Jackson character, well, he don't care for that too much, and he just starts harassing, harassing them, and he harasses them and harasses them and causes a whole bunch of crap between them and. Something happens. How does movie, does it, can anybody remember how this movie ends? Like, uh, nope. Yeah, I do remember. Didn't watch uh, it. It's like the, a, the ending. The dude, the dude that he hired to like fuck their shit up to try to scare them out of there that he wound up shooting in their pool. Yeah. Had dropped his phone upstairs while he was assaulting the guy's wife. And oh, Sam yeah. Jackson couldn't find that's why he was fucking digging through the body in the pool and he couldn't find it. And then dude, when he found the fucking phone in his room, he fucked up by calling the fucking last number, which was obviously Sam Jackson's. What's phone. hilarious is that doesn't even matter, like with what happens ultimately, right? Like, seriously. <laughs> seriously. And then like, like everything burns down. No, no, no. The cops still don't even. The cops still don't even buy it from that, right? Yeah, still, and then the forest fires come, and then, uh, and then they get well, into see, a it was fight. The force, it was when they were there loading up from the forest fire to, that they found the fucking phone. That's why Sam Jackson came over there trying to fucking shoot him. Hmm. He, they was like, "Oh fuck, they've got this. They've got the evidence." And then the yeah. whole fucking stupid goddamn standoff in the cul-de-sac thing. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, whoever wrote this movie must have wrote it real fast. <laughs> like, yeah, and it, just guessed just, it how things work. Yeah, just a real lazy script that you just gotta like hand wave 
actual human behavior in order to you just explain. Gotta forgive shit. It's unreasonably bad, people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, supposed to be like a subversion of your usual thing where like you got the white racist guy that doesn't like, you know, but in this it's like, oh, it's it's a black guy that doesn't like it. So, oh, and he's a cop. So like I, this movie would have been a lot better if they didn't humanize the Sam Jackson character so much, like they shouldn't have gave him kids. They should have made him like an actual psychopath, like a real like murderer kind of guy. And that would have added some real stakes. But what we end up with is just a feud, like a feud between some neighbors. And it's, it's about as arduous as watching some neighbors argue outside. Just like, shut up, shut up. Seriously, like, dude, the one of the scenes they even showed in the fucking preview where they're sitting there fighting through the fence with the fucking saw and the rake of dudes like cutting down the trees, and he's like, "You didn't get permission to plant this." I was like, <laughs> "What in the Killarney Lakes is this shit?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now again, when we didn't really dig uh, uh, Lakeview Terrace. Yeah, not that so much bad. at all it's depressing yes it is oh it is tedium this is up against black got, snake oh, moan a black snake moan okay yeah. so what do you guys so you guys yeah the movie that movie made two of us cry so yeah the movie that like <laughs> like <laughs> genuinely like affected Fucking me like in yeah. So I know what I'm so, voting for. I was pretty much gonna trounce it. Yeah. Too much. Uh, is anybody yeah. here voting for Lakeview Terrace? <laughs> I fucking dare you. <laughs> <sighs> Lakeview Terrace kind of makes me angry because it it could have been done so much better, and it could have been a really good movie. Like. Yeah. I do. I like the idea of the, the subversion. Of it would have taken a lot of work for that. To be oh, yeah. It would have taken a complete rewrite. It, like, you would have like, thrown everything away except for the premise. Like, like, like and, and only some of the premise. Yeah. Like, the, the couple of aspects of the premise, and everything else goes in the fucking fire pile. And then you yeah. take those little bits bad. and you start over. That's <laughs> really, really bad. Really, really. So, let me look. Who made that movie? So let me look bad. that up. I. I'm about to drag their ass. Whoever the made it, I hope you feel bad. <laughs> I hope you feel bad, and I hope you made something good after to make up for it. Of your up own. next, we got two new movies. <laughs> we got The Hitman's Bodyguard from 2014 and Jackie Brown from 1997. So, let's see mm. here. Let's start oh, with yeah. The Hitman's Bodyguard. I like how, you know how... In Ryan, Ren Ryan Reynolds movies, he's usually like smooth talking, quick talking. Like he's got all the jokes, quick, quick, quick. Everybody likes him. Mm -hmm. In this one, he's a little awkward. Yeah, really. He's usually like the grinning at the camera type, almost. You know. I mean, he's quick talking, but he's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. He's not really like. Yeah. He, you know. 
Ryan Reynolds in this movie, he plays a, a bodyguard. And at the beginning of the movie, he loses his mojo when uh, he's on a job and he's a, he's the smooth talking, cool guy who's really good at his job, but things go wrong. The next big job he gets is to escort this hitman, this like world renowned hitman who has been apprehended. So he's got to be, he's got to play bodyguard for this hitman and get him from somewhere in Europe to that uh like hague in uh the netherlands so yeah. that so that he can stand trial because he's got to testify against this what, what's the word it's uh despot um, you know uh, yeah and, so and big dictator. yeah el presidente yeah and one of gary oldman's one. most forgettable performances ever uh, Gary Oldman plays this Belarusian. Uh, he's just like a despot. He's just like a like a yeah like a dictator. So hijinks ensue when this bodyguard has to protect this hitman, and they've got a history because apparently the same Jackson hitman has made an attempt on people that the bodyguard was protecting. Mm. So. They got a history. They know each other. Hijinks ensue. Well, and you know, it's kind of funny. I think I only fell asleep. It's in this very movie. entertaining. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, the whole thing. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's up against Poor our next movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's up against Jackie there. Brown. Oh yeah. God, because that. Hitman's Bodyguard is better than a lot of other movies on this list. Like, yeah, definitely, and surprisingly like, so. Don't don't take this trouncing it's about to get as any <laughs> sign of its yeah. non goodness at all. Like it's it's a really good movie. Okay. Now Jackie Brown is from 1997, and it's our only Tarantino movie that we included. Um. We kind of tried to steer away from Tarantino, but this is just it's such a a crucial and pivotal Sam Jackson performance that we just couldn't get around it. And um, let's take a look at the trailer. I know where he lives, and I would have went and fist fought him to make sure this was on the list. <laughs> For centuries. <laughs> uh oh. The movie is funny exciting intense action-packed I mean action-packed but it's got some action it's got good action uh, dripping with style uh, the movie is a banger all around yeah this is this is one of my all ways in the top 10 yeah like you know, you, you know how it's like always kind of a rotating. Yeah, this one never leaves. <laughs> this one has stayed there since I saw it the first time, and every time I watch it, I love it more. I think before this week, it was the only '90s Tarantino movie that I had not seen. I watched it for the first time this week. Um, 
it just seems like Jackie Brown is just a little bit more under the radar than the other Tarantino movies of, of that time. I couldn't really tell you why that is. Because it's not the... It's not your usual Tarantino. It's not the Tarantino that people expected or that he got famous for. It's not... Yeah. You know. And, like, in this movie, one of, like, the biggest thing that struck me is that I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop at the end of this movie. I kept waiting for some dark, mean twist to happen there at the end because things start going pretty well for for your for your well for some of your characters for the characters you're rooting for and you're like when is tarantino gonna come in and tarantino this movie up like when 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 is all of this gonna get subverted at the last second and and how and it doesn't and then it doesn't and then it doesn't you just you get a happy ending in a yeah. Tarantino movie, folks. Yeah. Like, like, so that was the, the big twist for me. It's just like, Oh, our, our heroes right off into the sunset. And that, uh, and that's just that. That's just that. And, um, really? Yeah. Like, and, and it was the saddest all part the, of the more movie is enjoyable for it. The saddest part of the end of the movie was Cherry's dumb ass decided to stay there. Fucking fucking posting bond for dumbasses and telling oh, himself yeah. hollywood <laughs> my yeah. ass would have been gone fucking spain here i come fuck that i kept expecting gone. cherry to be like a bad guy and uh he's the he's like he's really the guy that <clears throat> the white audience member can identify with like the, the the one that has a crush on Pam Greer. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he he has a crush on Pam Greer the moment he sees her, and they play this amazing song, and um, and then like later, they they like they have some coffee together, and she puts on some music for him, introduces him to a new song, and then oh, there's my. this adorable scene where he goes to the to the CD shop and he buys a cassette so, tape yeah. of that song. And he's playing it on repeat every time you see him for the rest of the movie. He's playing that song, and it's just so adorable. It's just so because that's been me, you know. When when I'm hanging out with 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 friends, you know, perhaps of a different culture than 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 I was brought up in, and they introduce me to like some music that they grew up with I've never heard, and I just get infatuated with it. I'm just like, wow. This is amazing, and I just play it on repeat, and I'm just like, you know. So that's that. that that's the. Yeah. And then when Samuel Jackson gets in his car at the end, and he's like, "You listen to Delphonics?" I didn't take you for a Del Delphonics pl- fan, like. That's <laughs> it's a damn fine movie, and it's got all oh, that's the. That's such a good movie. It's got all the the the, the usual like grit and suspense that you would expect from a Tarantino flick. There's still that same, you got a big long winded scene that seems to be pretty upbeat and buddy, buddy and instantaneously ends in death. Like, like 
one second we're buddying around and the next second you're getting shot in the head and just a shatter tone shattering turn of events and that's you know that's the sort of thing you expect from a tarantino movie i think that still happens throughout the film but you you keep waiting for like the big one at the end that just doesn't come like mm. hmm. well so sounds like a pretty good movie then, huh? it's a Fantastic damn good movie. It's it classic. Oh yeah, movie. like in it's another the... one of those like two hour, two and some change hour movies, but it's worth every fucking minute. Like, like there's... in every word of the definition, classic. Mm-hmm. This yes. movie fits under it. Yes, I agree. Like, like it's almost not fair to the rest of this list. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be unanimous or except for the one yeah chat split the vote so he that means hit me and bodyguard gets a five All right. to 25 that's fine fine just fine alright just... round three round three that's cool that movie deserves a vote honestly three. it does like, I mean it's, I'm a little sad that it it had to go up against like the heaviest hitter of the list, but hey, the bracket give us and the bracket take it away. All right. So Let's next up, next we've got the Negotiator versus Snakes on a Plane. <sighs> Snakes on a Plane was <sighs> not without its merit. Uh. It's just fine. It was fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's I mean, fine. it's fun. It's what it's supposed to be, and that's all it's supposed to be. Fun. It wasn't fun for me. <laughs> I think it's, it's not that fun. It was painful. Yeah. It's not uh, as fun as it should have been. I'll say that. I just remember that was the word of the day when I was watching that movie. It was just like, oh, really? <laughs> I was just like counting it up. I was like, all right, we got a titty bite. We got a dick bite. We got a bite on the ass. We got a bite on the eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, those were all pretty much marketing decisions, right? They're like, people are oh, yeah. people, this movie is wild. The, the, the titty bite. There's the a titty bite. bite and oh, the titty. let's get bite right and, on the and, titty. Yeah, and then you'll never guess what happens after that. <laughs> you'll never guess. That's wild, bro. There's so, a snake setting on the microwave, apparently. That's it. Like, that's it. That that's like it. A, a that's the guy, only funny guy. thing. I like the funniest the... joke. I bet that was a little, just one prop guy. It's literally like, thing. blink and you'll miss it. Dude, and you know, you're, you're absolutely right. I had to have been like... The, a guy in props or set dressing or something like that. That was like, yeah, this is it good. This is Savage. good. This is like, <laughs> yeah. it was Adam Savage. <laughs> uh, he was working on better shit than this by then. The Negotiator is a damn good movie. Like, yeah, if you could stomach looking at Kevin Spacey's stupid face, yeah, like a lot of it, a good amount. Yeah, There's he's a little spacey. It's about it. And it makes me sad because it's one of the more likable characters Spacey's ever played, you know? They yeah. they introduce him like goofing off with his family. You know, he's not playing that <clears throat> Kevin Spacey character like he was the in Creed. A Time to Kill. Yeah. 
like in the time yeah. to kill he was Evil easy to he's guy, easy to hate yeah because yeah, he's playing himself and um <laughs> uh, like <laughs> that kevin spacey burn all right but i'm voting for the negotiator 100 percent everybody yeah. out in two in chat yeah. And yeah. I, th- I think everybody is. Agreed. First thing on plane. Nope. All right. Send it. Sending it. In the dirt. In the dirt. In the dirt. Twenty-five to zip for the negotiator. Okay. Now we got a contention. Black Snake Moan versus Jackie Brown. It's our next. Black Snake Moan versus Jackie Brown. I mean, I, I've already made my decision, but I'm mad that I have to make it. I have not made a decision, honestly. Me I, too, I have. You have? Yeah. Well, we have two uh, very different movies here. <clears throat> very different. Well, someone like, speak to the manager. So, like, I'd have to go on... They're both successful movies for two very different reasons. One makes a a very good and very important point illustration of life and the other is just a master class of storytelling now do i vote with the one that impacted me the most that affected me the most or do i vote with the one that's just more entertaining. I think yeah, yeah, I think you gotta listen, listen to your heart. You gotta listen to your heart. You go with Baby, think about the criteria. The Which, well, Sam, well, let's see. You know, let's take a look here. Sam is Sam seems pretty critical to well to one of them. Is these are less critical to these Jackie are Brown? both amazing Sam performances too. I'd have to go Black Snake Moan. That movie touched me. Like I, it, 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 it was a, a surprise, and it affected me. Well, how do you guys feel about this? It's unanimous. I'm with chat. chat. You were chat. I'm with chat. Is that what you decided before Chet said that? Are you sure? Or are you just going and you just it on me? I said I, I, said you, I had already made my, my decision. Yeah, you That's did. True. You didn't announce it, though. You didn't it. playing them cards kind of close to the vest there. Mister. No, no, no. I'm on to you. All right. I even said it earlier this week after we watched it, and I was still like... Fucking cleaning myself up. I yeah. was like, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was better for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a heavy flick, man. It really is. And um, okay, yeah, it kind of came out yeah. of nowhere. I'm up for it. You know, I'm, I'm bandwagoning he, he, it. For, yeah. He does an amazing yeah. performance in this movie. It now, re- I'm still really voting Jackie Brown. <laughs> that's I'm fair. Sorry. That's fair. <laughs> I'm still voting Jackie Brown. God okay. damn, I love that movie. He's I, like I love both of these movies so fucking much. All right. But... I feel like it's easier. It was easier for him to go on set and play his role in Jackie Brown than it was for him in the other movie. I feel like he actually put more of a work mm-hmm. into that Probably. performance. 
like yeah. with the learning to play guitar for a year yeah like that's fucking dedication and that's what i was gonna say i feel like sam jackson even he put might a have, lot into it no doubt he might have taken something um, away from that role as well you know what i mean not not just it might have been a real give and take i don't know it's it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Who knows how many personal demons he was putting on display himself. Right. Sam Jackson. And, you know, doing some reading this week about Sam Jackson, he struggled with drug addiction in the 80s and 90s, you know? So, like, he's he's got his demons as well. And um, so he came a long way to yeah. making a bajillion, bajillion hardest working man in Hollywood movies guy. 20 for Black Snake Moon and 5 for Jackie Brown. That's an upset right there, I feel. Like, before before this week. Y'all hurting my feelings. I never would have thought. Jackie Brown's going to downtown. I know where y'all live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know where y'all live. All right. <laughs> and, and this and, Jungle Fever, where he plays Gator the Crackhead. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, he was fresh out of rehab. So if you watch that movie and you see him all looking like a crackhead, wait, was that in the nineties? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Please. No, he his he struggled for a while. Wow. So, you know. So all those all those retirement parties in the nineties. Let's throw something else. He he earned him. He, yeah, he retired. <laughs> I'm retiring from crack. Hey, good on you. Right. All right. Don't get that chance. So now, do we like Black Snake Moan more than the Negotiator? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This Pretty much. The, oh god. Yeah. This is the next regular bracket here. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the last winners bracket before we go through Why the loser bracket. This ain't even a question. So, yeah, Black I mean, State Moan stomps Negotiator that, into fucking yeah. a muddy little puddle I mean, of fucking bacon grease. If it beats Jackie Jack Brown, Brown, it fucking beats the Negotiator. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Two-minute polls live. Two-minute poll. Black have, Snake uh, Moan versus the Negotiator. So. That's looking like a full sweep. Yeah. Black oh, Snake yeah. Moan makes the negotiator look like uh fucking uh fuck face terrorist over there. Now face terrorist Wait, what? It's so bad I couldn't remember the name of the fucking movie. <laughs> fucking uh, I said Black That's Snake exactly Moan makes the negotiator look like fuck face terrorist. terrorist. <laughs> I kept wondering if it was oh. the same cul-de-sac from next Friday. You know, I bet it is a common Probably. film like cul-de-sac. I mean, there's common film locations here in New yeah. Orleans that they use on a regular. Definitely. So I wouldn't be surprised. There's some SoCal neighborhood cul-de-sac mm -hmm. that they use regularly. It might All even the houses on the end of it are just fucking. Yeah, they probably out, even keep rented. them empty. Yeah. Lakeview. Oh yeah. 
Hey. Uh, fuck for you, Terrace. Hey. Fuck for you, Terrace. Fuck for you, Terrace. Fuck for you, Terrace. Fuck for you, Terrace. Because they was watching it. Fucking <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Yeah, Speaking I'm of that. That is an uncomfortable scene where the kids are watching him screw and the and like the little girls like. And then he comes in the room and then he looks out the window for like a solid thirty yeah. seconds, like. And then when the little girl makes reference to her brother's stiffy, I was just like, "Oh, oh yeah!" He was like, "You're gonna go to hell. You're gonna go to hell too." Quit <laughs> <laughs> looking. You're gonna go to hell. Oh, well, right. Why you keep looking? Is that a full sweep? Everybody likes Black Black Snake Moon more than The Negotiator? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much going to go. Yeah. No no one's going to deviate from the... After that whole... Yeah. Not not for The Negotiator. All right. Loser's bracket. Speed round. All right. Blast it out in chat. No poll. You know how it goes. Chat, let us know what you think. We got the Hitman's Bodyguard and A Time to Kill. We got bodyguard. one Hitman's Bodyguard. We got two Hitman's Bodyguard. I didn't see Hitman's Bodyguard, um, but I saw A Time to Kill and Samuel L. Jackson shooting. One Time to Kill. Racist was... I got to go Time to Kill. I'm going Time to Kill. Justin's going, going Time to, to kill. kill. Eric's going to Time to Kill. Any I, more in chat? I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really get to see Hitman's Bodyguard all the very much. It was good, but I don't know. I liked A Time to Kill just as it's much, right. if not more. And A Time to Kill, I got to see mullet head racist get mowed down by Samuel L. Jackson. Hell yeah! Well, I mean, do you, wait. Do you happen to know off top of your head what, what what tool you use for that? That was <laughs> quickly. That was briefly, an A one. That okay, was an M16A1. Okay, okay. Very interesting, if anybody was wondering. <laughs> yeah. I, I was wondering. Up next, we got Rules of Engagement versus the Red Violin. Shout it out. Uh, violin. Vi- uh, violin. I'm going violin. Rules of Engagement was just so bad. We got uh, one violin yeah. in chat. Like, that could have been made into a good movie if it wasn't so heavily made into America propaganda. It's a scary look about how easily government can just, like, cover shit up. Oh, yeah. 100%. Just steamroll you into fucking consequences of their shit. I think that's pretty ham. It's pretty ham. They did it. But yeah. it is so ham-fisted. It is so ham-fisted, so and it is, it is, it is that story wrapped of the fish wrapped in a fucking big bag of fucking American propaganda. Yeah, <laughs> Justin, you going violin or? I'm going red violin, even though it's a little self, it's a little indulgent. Yeah, little, it's a, it was yeah. it's not the most as films of the time did, and like <laughs> yeah. fl- time flicks, like you know Titanic and shit. Yeah. Historical pieces of the time. Oh, God, time to kill. <laughs> Lakeview Terrace and please go a ahead time and to get kill. Fuckface Terrace out of here. Yes, I'm going time to full kill. Sweep. Full sweep. Please. <laughs> Can we just go ahead and... and, and so just, it stays at the bottom. Just get Fuckface <laughs> yeah. Terrace out. Just no out. wins. 
definitely. No wins. No yeah, wins. Yeah. No votes. I I wish we had got it out of here Send before it. fucking that. I think if we had, if it hadn't have been the last day when we were watching it, that bitch would have got changed out. That's also why I voted for rules of engagement. So it yeah, would, everybody. So that's yeah. above Lakeview Terrace. Yeah, <laughs> in Definitely. the end of this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being strategic with the math. All right. Next up, we got Shaft versus the Red Violin. I'm going Shaft. I'm going uh, Shaft. Bloody Rose yeah, is going Shaft. You damn right. You damn right. He knows <laughs> going Shaft. Justin, you going Shaft? Yeah, I'll go Shaft. I'll take the We're Shaft. We're live, so take... I'm not going to throw any GDs out there just in case. <laughs> well, we've, we've, I think we've dropped enough motherfuckers to... <laughs> motherfuckers. Motherfucker. All right. Next up. Snakes yeah, on a plane versus a time to kill. Time ten, to kill. Ten years apart. Time to kill. Time to kill. Mm, definitely a time to kill. I mean, it's not even. It's like not even. Yeah. The only serious one. So. Yeah. You in chat, you know, and Blade Rose. Oh no, snakes! Oh, 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 oh. Hold on, go back. <laughs> we got a hog leg. He's. Got throwing it in there. Uh, every vote counts here. Oh, oh yeah, Hogleg. That's right. Well, uh, <laughs> welcome, Hogleg MD. Love you, brother. All right. Um, oh man, Jackie Brown versus Shaft. Jackie Brown. I got to go, Jackie Brown, on this one. Yeah, I'm following following the crowd. On that one, Jackie Brown. We got a shaft in chat. Uh-huh. Yep, Blue Rose for shaft. I'll give one a shaft. You give she, one a shaft? She, All right. All right. She's a big fan. You know what's wrong with y'all? Y'all even watch the same goddamn movie? What the fuck? What the fuck are y'all smoking? Is everybody voting? <laughs> Jackie Brown's going to win, right? Oh, yeah. Jackie. Jackie. Oh, shaft? Yeah. Okay, then that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Sending it. Look, look, look. The closest contention yet. It's already beat Lakeview Terrace, all right? <laughs> it's already beat that. It's gone. We don't have to worry about that motherfucker. No more. <laughs> can't hear you anymore. You can't, can't hear you anymore. anymore. <laughs> you can vote with your heart. <laughs> Oh, but the pain still lives. We, we, we already moved out. We moved out. Trauma. I have trauma. You, you don't live there. Chain me to the radiator. From that movie. <laughs> we are here for you. We all have uh, trauma from that movie. Okay, here we go. Jackie Brown versus A Time to Kill. Jackie Brown. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one. I think I'll go Jackie Brown. Even though I like A Time to Kill, I really did. I really like that movie. I now I'm voting for Jackie Brown. Mm. Mm. See? We got one Time to Kill in chat. We got one Jackie Brown in chat. How you feel, Justin? Jackie Brown, because it's probably better vibes than Time to Kill. It's not that hard to be better vibes than so good. that movie. <laughs> yeah. You know? 
I mean, J- Jackie Brown is is a a I mean, masterful okay, it, di- display of storytelling. I mean, like, don't get me wrong; it is good vibes, but it's heavy, is what I'll say. You know, and only Sam is dropping the hard R's <laughs> and fucking Jackie Brown. Yeah, yeah, that's another reason why <laughs> it was okay to include because there's no white boys dropping hard R's like that. Tarantino. Yeah. It's like he, he does do that. Does I feel like does, um, he wanted to drop hard hard R's first, and then decided to make movies so he can get away with it. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Does um does what does face? What's the father and son pair in this movie? What's their uh, name? Um, the uh, son, the uh, Sutherland, Donald Sutherland, Sutherland. and uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Does Kiefer. Kiefer Sutherland drop the hard R in this movie? Sutherland goes hard R's left yeah. and right. Oh yeah, really? All of the redneck right. crew, all yep. of the redneck crew, it's just hard R after hard R after hard R, just okay. Ruh, okay. Ruh, ruh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jack Bauer, Even, how could uh, you? All the way down to. They're <laughs> from Twenty Four. I think that's his name. Jack Anyways. Brown. Uh, what's the clan leader's name? Oh, oh yeah, the Red uh, Foreman guy. What's his name? Yeah, Red Foreman. Red Foreman throwing hard R's was uncomfortable. Red Foreman, the guy that plays in, in the '70s show and RoboCop and RoboCop and uh, a bunch of Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith, yes. yeah. I forgot yeah, he makes an appearance. Mega <laughs> <laughs> everything apparently. His <laughs> forehead goes all the way to back of his neck. He is the real life. <laughs> Make a mind. That's the great. <laughs> That's He's good. He's one of the great foreheads of Robocop, as we saw, oh, as we've yeah. seen in our. Check out our last Robocop episode, you guys. Is, yeah. Uh, Sci-fi movies. So fantastic. We, we, we talk. We go over the uh, the foreheads. The great foreheads of RoboCop. <laughs> the Hall of Fame of foreheads. Yes, it's powerful. It's powerful content. Check that out. The Hall of Foreheads. Amazing yeah. foreheads and RoboCop. There's so many never, amazing foreheads. Never seen stronger foreheads anywhere. No one's got better foreheads than the RoboCop one. I mean, the, the, the judge in A Time to Kill has a masterful forehead. That's true. That is true. But that ain't nothing to vote for here. All right, what do we got? got like, I got I got forehead envy. He's got like the Vigo forehead. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear y'all shit. I do not want to hear y'all. Vigo. I got five head for life. Right, I want to talk about hairlines. Like, I want to shave my shave my beard and go as Vigo for Halloween. <laughs> I got I got Bro. the forehead for it Bro. and the nose. Five head. <laughs> All right, that's, yeah, that's, we back where we started. Bad. No, we we're, we're still in losers bracket here. So shout it out. You like the negotiator Jackie better Brown. or Jackie Brown? Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. We've already done this. That's true. I'm going Jackie Brown. Unless anybody's changing their vote, we've done this one. I'm going the negotiator. Oh, See. what a twist! Oh, we got a negotiator in chat. Another one for negotiator. Come on, another one, chat. Tie it up. Chat is about to upset Eric. (laughs) (laughs) No, we got we got we got we got a Jackie Brown in chat too. Get out of here. Nope. So we would need two more negotiators to make Eric really mad, man. I don't think we got it. This is the internet. I can find y'all. This is no fun. No fun. Oh, well. All right. 
synced it. I mean, sending it. <laughs> Let it be. Send it. All right. So now we right back where we were. That's Black the movie. Snake Send Moan. It. And I'm voting Jackie Brown again. And I'm sure all y'all is voting Black Snake Moan again. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're right back where we started. We're right back where we, we would be. Oh wow! I saw we're some cards. We're right back where we ended. And the tea leaves. Mm-hmm. Undefined this. What do you guys think? Have you changed your minds at all? You guys are going to Black Saint Moon. We're gonna go cry and watch Black Saint Moon together. So, <laughs> chat, y'all can come if y'all want. Y'all are cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I'm voting Jackie Brown, but if we're doing, we're, if we're having a black snake moaning cry, I'm, I'm in. Oh wait, do we, have, we need a poll for this one for the stats, noon. Well, they've, they've pretty much. Uh, now they voted. Yeah, we got three All for right, black snake moaning chat right here. We'll tally it up, man. I'll tally it up. I think everybody's probably gonna vote for black snake moan, probably. Except me. Except for. I'm still voting Jackie Brown. Really. Yeah. Going down on the Jackie Brown ship. Yeah, I think I would. <laughs> Is everybody else sticking with Black Snake Moon? Uh, <laughs> Justin? Yeah, yeah. I'll give Jackie Brown a vote. But see, here's here's the thing: is it's kind of tough to choose. Oh, Argo wants to too. He's like, we, well, we put it like that. I'm with Eric. That that. <laughs> That leaves me to break the tie. Two All to right. two. Captain. Captain. Wait, did you change? Did you did you did you join me, Argo? Did you, Argo did. did. Sure did. Yeah, 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 boy. That's my dog. It oh. already won the, the, the whole first round, so Yeah. I'm just, I'm literally just playing the bracket. Over there. They're yeah. amazing. <laughs> <He's good. laughs> Whatever. Flip the coin, baby. <laughs> are you going to flip the coin? Are we going to get that excited with it? Are you gonna, are you just no, gonna I haven't voted make yet. Your mind? We're two, make, we're I'm, two to I'm two. You. Oh. I'm going to ask you, how are you going to decide? What's your, what's your criteria, big dog? How are you going to do this? What are you thinking? Last name Moan. You're probably going for Last Name Moan. It's probably not even you just being dramatic right now. I gotta go Black no, Snake Moan. Even though yeah. even though it's Jackie even Brown contest, really. is like truly, really, really good. Um the surprise factor, I didn't expect Black Snake Moan to be what it was. You know what I mean? I didn't expect it to touch me in my heart the way it did. And like, honestly, like the, 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 where I've been mentally and emotionally for these past few weeks or, or months, um, you know, sometimes things just will speak to you right when you need to hear it. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's the closest thing that feels like, god talking to you sometimes you know what i mean and it's really th with that type of powerful impact that this movie um affected me and it's for that reason that i i gotta give it to black snake moan 
truly. So that makes it the closest one yet. 15. Not gonna lie. The, the wedding the scene when in uh, the the wedding ring and was the the belly chain like i i was full sniffles <laughs> oh was it i didn't even i uh, i even missed that yeah no dude it was a it was a belly chain with a lock it was the her wedding ring basically and like that was when when uh uh timberlake was having his panic attack in the car at the end with the the semi truck yeah. and she was starting to freak out herself she that, that yeah. chain she right oh that's right the chain she she's wearing that chain around that little gold like belly chain yeah. and she like yeah. pulls it tight to like comfort her yeah 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 buddy yeah no he put that on her at the wedding that yeah was, I could I could tear up right now thinking about it, but we have our winners. <laughs> Let's see here. Sure, it sure will. Number one, Black Snake Moan. Number two, Jackie Brown. Number three, The Negotiator. Number four, <clears throat> A Time to Kill. Number five, Snakes on a Plane. Making it way up there. <laughs> Mm -hmm. what? How did that get there? Both shaft. It's the same score, so shaft. Yeah, so then, shaft, yeah. and then snakes on the plane. Shaft. Yeah. yeah. Then what? And I'd put yeah. red violin yeah. above. <laughs> then red violin. How did Lakeview Terrace get? <laughs> This is all fucked anything. up. Trauma ah! always had over anything. It's got zero. <laughs> zero. Trauma. What the fuck is wrong with this uh, goddamn bracket? <laughs> I, we got to find a different website that can tally these differently. If anybody out there knows any good bracket websites, <laughs> shout us out. Shout <laughs> us out. Because holy fuck. I don't even like looking at it. I don't like looking we'll, at it. We'll make our own. So, so no, no, no. So list them out, guys. So we're gonna literally we're just going to base off. Put of the order. Last, put the order now. Let's let was say the definitive order. Right now. The definitive order. Let's, yeah, let's make it that that we're. Okay. So Black, Moon is, so one, Black right? Moon is number one. Jackie Brown, and then the negotiator. Let's see here. And then hang on. Then let's see. Time to time to kill. Show. Time to kill. Well, this looks well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then Shaft. And then, then Shaft. Violin. violin. Okay. And well, Hitman's uh, Bodyguard I, Rules of Engagement. I would say. Or maybe, or maybe Hitman's Bodyguard, then Red Violin Rules of Engagement. If I were making a list, it would go The Negotiator, Time to Kill, Shaft. Hitman's Bodyguard. Hitman's Bodyguard. Bodyguard. Then snakes on a plane, red violin, rules of engagement, Lakeview Terrace. Yes, yeah, that's that would be my list. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes good sense. That makes sense. See, uh, I didn't get to see all of Hitman's Bodyguard, so yeah. Lord. Mm. I mean, I can see just an over. Interesting. I can well, see over shaft just though. The bracket sorts out the best of the best. Yeah, anyway, and leaves it, the rest. It, it has a hard time. <laughs> it's like I got your top out the... three. <laughs> <laughs> I got your top three. Everything else is fucky. <laughs> hmm. 
That so, for third place, I forget what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's how it shakes out. That has been our Sam Jackson list. Thank you guys so much for coming and hanging out with us, joining the discussion, casting your votes, and helping us find the best. <laughs> Next week, you're uh, Aiden Ellis, I'm a big Christina Ricci fan. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's another reason well, see, why. That's the thing is, I don't know who I would crush on more as Pam Greer or Christina Ricci. Cause I'm definitely crushing on Pam Greer more personally, like, bro, bro. I got a type, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, when she comes walking out of the jailhouse to natural high, and got her shoes in her hand and her hair all disheveled, god damn, bro. Nah, I felt cherry on that. Shit. I was like, <laughs> yeah, me yeah. too, bro. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Jackie Brown is is so good. Super glad I watched most of these movies. <laughs> Good show, yeah. So we'll be back next week. We'll have a brand new list of movies. Not entirely sure what we're going to do quite yet, but we've got a whole buku bunch of lists ready to rock. So we will um, decide amongst ourselves. We'll be doing this for a long time, you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, oh, I is... lied. Next week, we do know what we're doing. Yeah. We're doing so, yeah. football movies in honor of oh, the big game. Football. We will be. Wait, do we want to read out that list? Do we want to give the folks a sneak peek? Yeah, let's, let's, give, yeah. let's, let's give the viewers. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what we, we got. got. Check out the movies. Whip it out. It's on the pinned messages. So in, you guys uh, can watch along if you want. Maybe in production, production crew. crew pinned messages. Pinned messages. Have a good night. Thanks for all right. Thanks for coming out, Blade Rose. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Where is it? We got a lot of lists made up here. All right. Way down. <clears throat> Super Bowl Showdown 2022. We've got <clears throat> Rudy. Remember the Titans. Varsity Blues. Draft Day. Waterboy. Ace Ventura. Little Giants. The Replacements. Friday Night Lights. And Necessary Roughness. Coming at you next week. For our big game wow. showdown. Yeah. Next week on <laughs> Film Heat. Film Don't Heat. Like, <laughs> like football. Yeah. Football. I like football. <laughs> oh, that's going to be rough. Are you ready for some football? Don't watch that. Oh, you're ready guys. for some football. Yeah. Y'all ready hey. for some foosball? I'm gonna say it was it was my idea, but everybody was like, "Hey, cool, let's do it." That's no, a good idea. It's, it is a good idea. Those are it's fun and topical, and, and a lot and, of those yeah, movies. Super Bowl will be Sunday. Will be list yeah. On so. Super Bowl. Fucking, yeah. Film heat. Yeah, All right, everybody. Y'all have a wonderful night. Thank you guys so much again, and thank you for joining us on Film Heat. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Good night, Internet. Later, y'all.